Go time. The autumn bird is an eagle born out of fiery revolution. It's a brave bird that soars with no ceiling waiting for the time to strike. Hesitation it knows not. The eagle is quiet, but when it's time to soar, it flies with determination. No commander or giant or cowboy can pace. Eye of the eagle is nature's precision, the pinhole for the gods to witness. The eagle see all, and what it seeks on these blustery autumn afternoons will make those from cities far off shudder, but bring the eagle's countrymen to their feet even in the greatest of storms. The eagle flies and flies until zebras charge for their haven in the room of lockers. Just after the final blow, the eagle flies and flies to victory. This is the 19096 Podcast Show. I'm John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. And we're joined, as always, by Evan the Giants fan. Evan the Giants fan, say hi. He's muted. Oh, Evan. I have to say from that intro, I had to uh, look at my phone a couple times to make sure I was on the right podcast. Well, what are you talking about? This is the 19096 show with nothing but the finest of scores. That is an outstanding music song. Thank you, right? It's almost over. <laughs> Here it is. Big finish. Now, now, Rick, here's here's some trivia for you. Yes, sir. Who did the VO for NFL films back in the day? What was that man's name? Harry Callis. John, can you confirm or deny? Well, you're you're you're, you're thinking John Facenda. Uh, right, Evan. Right. No, I'm thinking Alexander Scobie. Wow. Whoa. Now, well, now you're, you're no really idea about that. deep into that. I'm okay. dating myself. Yeah. But, you know. How old are you? <laughs> I'm up there with Dick, man. Sam Huffdick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You guys are hanging out in your ARPA meetings. Uh, yeah, I, I did not know that. I knew... Uh, uh, I know who does it now, too. Scott Graham... Uh, the guy, the guys who started NFL films, uh, went to Hanford School, where the Sables. And I went. Yeah, the Sables. Yeah, Ed so. Ed Sable and his uh, his son uh, Steve Sable. Yes, in fact, the field is now the Steve the Sable family field is that's uh, at Hanford. So anyhow, uh, I know Steve Sable's all, all... our our audience did not tune in for this. Steve, uh, Steve Sable's office was right next door to my office when I was an intern at said NFL Films. So I saw that uh, that I saw that Joker running around all over the place. Now yeah. was he friendly? Was he or was he not? You know, kind of a what was he like? Uh, he was he was a good dude. You know, he's he's uh you know I think it, it was I think he knew there was a lot of talented people at NFL Films, like a lot of talented people in those like sixties and seventies who could really shoot and edit and write. Um, so, 
it's to make yeah he, he surrounded himself with like the right people is what it comes down to to make the world of football even smaller um at the Haverford school where Sable went is it Sable or Steve how do you Steve say Sable Steve Sable, Sable. Yeah. um when I went to school there a one Mike Mayock was the quarterback and that's the same Mike Mayock who was, you know, on NFL TV, GM of the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. And thus is so. Yeah. He, he was Resident like uh, of, draft expert on uh, NFL Network, right? Right. He was yeah. like one of five boys, and his dad was the also the football coach. Um, and oh. uh, his dad was football assistant football coach at Penn and then came out to Haverford. So. No, to Penn, the perennial uh, football powerhouse. Penn uh, at Franklin Field, where the Eagles originally played. Yeah. Which, I'll pull it all the way back to our Eagles, but before we start about that, I want to congratulate Evan, the Giants fan, because this is the first time in a long time that both New York teams that play all their games in New Jersey both have winning records in October. Yeah, when was the last time that happened? Uh, when I was in diapers, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so back in 42? Totally. Yeah. And I don't, I don't uh, you know, I don't think that's the Giants' fault. I think it's been more the uh, Jets' fault here recently than the Giants' fault. I honestly can't believe the Jets are 3-2. and two. That's mind-blowing to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, you're, we're definitely at that point in the season where everyone is past, like, the would-be preseason phase if they actually you know since they didn't play in the preseason everyone's kind of smoothed out i guess is that there i don't know how you would say that but um yeah everyone's starting to play better football the football is not nearly as ugly as it was say like three weeks ago well i think what also you could say you could say uh people can no longer use that excuse of i didn't play during the you know yeah preseason yep it's basically what you're saying so related to that, uh, shockingly, the uh, the NFC East is the um, the powerhouse. Yeah, the powerhouse. <laughs> it's gone from the NFC least to the NFC powerhouse, <laughs> as Evan the Giants fan would say, which is amazing to me. Which nobody predicted. No. I mean, I don't, I don't think I think every you know, a lot of people were guessing or you know thinking the Giants would have at best five wins this season. Yeah. And now their their point differential is over is now in the positive at a plus ten. Like wow, what's what's going on over there? <laughs> Can we have an explanation? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell's going on over up in the Meadowlands? Well, I'm still put it this way. I'm 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 dreaming big. I, I'm hoping the nightmare doesn't like wake me up in about two weeks' time. So you know, keeping it all positive. Keep it all positive vibes. You know what it is? It's it's the and I was going to say the coaches and all this, but it's the 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 line starting to gel, and they're staying yep. healthy. Yeah. You win this game in the trenches, plain yeah. and simple. And yeah. Someone was saying that the other day. Like you just look. All you do is just look at the O line and the D line, and that's that's where you know the success or the failures of your team all just starts there, which we all kind of know, but like people get so hung up on the quarterback play, but really in the end. Unless you're the commanders who, when the coach is asked, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Oh my god. Let's just I'll you know, for the sake of simplicity, he's not wrong. <laughs> so true. So but then you see then you have all these people like running to Carson's defense. It's like why? What who cares? Who's running to his defense? The South Dakota State Alumni Association? Uh, <laughs> his one-year-old child? No, yeah. I think that, there was a bunch of you know Twitter heads that were kind of yapping about it. Uh, most notably, um, what's his face? RG three, you know, kind of made a stink on the old Twitter sphere about like you can't do that to your quarterback, yada yada yada. That's you know the leader of your team, you know, kind of crap. That guy, the leader? I don't well, know. Well, that, that's, there was some certain irony there, too, right, with where, you know, his career ended up. So, I'm not defending it. I, you know, let's not shoot the messenger. I don't make the news. Well, I do think the commanders in the NFC East are like, which one, it's like that, which one is not like the others? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. So. But no, to it's... your guys' credit, you know, I was just talking to my buddy i'm like can you believe this we're finally four and one and we're in third place what the hell is that i know right the, the year you go four and one the oh are undefeated. God. sorry yeah i'm like third place great jesus christ well that yeah, puts you props uh, for your boys jesus right i mean that if if the season were to end today you'd be in the playoffs i'll take it baby <laughs> yeah but Alas, so after it's five, still not even October fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, we still have a lot of a lot of football to play, as they say. So the Eagles right now at this point are what second in the league in total offense at four hundred nineteen yards a game. Your Giants, what twenty twenty something at three hundred thirty three yards a game. Yeah. Not terrible, but hey, you know what? It wins what matters the most. So. Yeah, and that was, I mean, I can't remember the last time I actually was like start to finish for a whole game like, holy shit, this is, we got a chance of winning this game. Yep. I just, I was watching the end of that game and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, are they, they're really going to win. I know, it's yeah. funny, I, for the first time in a long time, and we're kind of getting into the, around the NFL stuff, but <clears throat> I had that doubt in Aaron Rodgers, like he's, I don't think he's going to pull this one out. He just did not have that look in his face. Nope. And yeah, I'm I'm glad that little guy. Uh, what's that stuff he smokes or eats or sniffs or injects? <laughs> Archeuthanemia or whatever it's called. Uh, I don't know what's called. Whatever. We have a caller that is waiting. Oh, should we uh, bring him on? Right? Is so. Let's before we bring him on. Uh, do we do we want to start the Sam Huff hour now or later? As long as you don't cut him off, John. <laughs> Just okay. That's a, a caller. You're on the air live. Welcome to the show. You're late, by the way, by about uh, twelve minutes. You have to press the mute unmute button, which lower is... left hand corner. Yes. There you go. Little, little, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. um, Thank you. Appreciate for letting me in. I've been out here for about five minutes, but, uh, but I'm here. Thank you. We'll try to get to you sooner. That's all. 
But the audience is thrilled to have you. Thank you. Uh, Dad, Dad, any uh, initial thoughts on just kind of the Eagles in general right now that you want to share with the uh, the world? Uh, My biggest hope is that they don't get too far in front of themselves uh, in in a gleefully manner. And they take one game at a time and uh, Mm. concentrate on that and – let the season unfold, but uh, that, 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 that would be my only recommendation to them. They're doing well. Just don't get too far in front of yourself. All right. Don't, don't get over those ski tips, as they say. Yes, exactly right. What, what, what about the Cleveland Browns? Or is that? that that's kind of history for me. I, mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go there. Other than, when, other than when somebody challenges uh, some of the early days a little bit, I, I need to sort of make sure that the story gets told properly. You mean you're not thrilled that the Sean Watson is, uh, what, I think allowed back in the building now or something like that? Um, I, I have not followed any of that. <laughs> Let's, uh, you know, I was going to ask, uh, and Evan the Giants fan, maybe we should send you the pictures that our father had circulated when he was playing football. We what don't position? have to go there either. <laughs> what position did you play when you played football? Old old number 76 there. Offensive tackle, defensive tackle. All, all in the line. We were just talking about the lines. It's all about the lines. Yeah. It is. All about it's the, the trenches. trenches. It's in the trenches. I heard that comment. So it's one, one, and, lo- one and lost. Yep. 100%. Which, All right. Well, if uh, Dad, if you have nothing to share about the, uh, the 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 your wonderful Cleveland, what's that? What was that uh, uh, little thing they put in the you know at the fifty yard line a couple weeks ago? The that jumping jack or whatever. Elf Ollie, was it an elf? Yeah, the elf. The elf is probably the best description. Let me say, I do not remember that as as part of the. Uh, brand or how people recognize that team back then. I mean, that, that, I don't know. That's something with someone's imagination. Well, on that note, speaking of back then, let's talk uh, Eagles Cardinals. So this past week, the Eagles played uh, the Cardinals, but also the Phillies uh, handed the Cardinals a, a couple losses too, but we'll stick with the Eagles for now. It was not a good weekend to be a Cardinal in Philadelphia. No, no. If you were red and flying, you were uh, basically doomed. Rick, you want to fire off the uh, the first shot on our uh, on the uh, twenty to seventeen win against the Phoenix Cardinals? Uh, yes, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, both the kickers, the kickers for the Cardinals and the kickers for the Eagles, both tried out early last week for the Eagles. And clearly, we made the right choice, yeah. which was the difference in the game, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, they chose Dicker the Kicker. Dicker the Kicker, baby. Yeah. Um, so, we uh, we made a good choice. And, you know, we say it all comes down to the line, but even special teams, um, you know, plays a part in that, too. So, I was glad to see that Howie uh, made the right choice there. Yeah. And uh, it was recently uh, 
released today that Dicker the Kicker was your, uh, what, NFC Special Teams Player of the Week? Yes. I think, you know what, when I heard that, I thought Howie has to be behind this because Howie uh, wants him to be, you know, whenever Jake Elliott comes back, he's going to then trade the reigning uh, NFC Player of the Week. Totally. I would trade him to the Cardinals for a, now. For a fifth for a fifth round draft pick or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but, no. yes, he yeah. will be uh, tossed aside as soon as Jake Elliott gets back. Yep. They're at, they're at their limit, so they'd have to reduce someone in order to keep him if that was an election. Yeah, basically, yes. I, I wouldn't be too hasty to throw him overboard. Well, you're not going to put him on the, uh, the, the um, practice squad. And he's not injured. So, so he you... has to become part of the roster, right? Well, he is part of the roster right now. He is right now, yeah. But when when Elliot comes back, you're then going to be one over, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you'd have to make a roster move in order to... That's that's what I'm saying. I'd be inclined to look up and down the roster and let someone else go and keep him as a second backup. A backup kicker? Yeah. I mean, if the guy, guy, you know, you know, obviously... The background, the test that he's passing so forth, and to be there and to see the performance this past weekend, I wouldn't be too quick to throw him overboard. How old is Elliot? He's, uh, what, early, mid-20s? He's young. He's still young. He's, still young. he's got um, a lot of leg in him, so to speak. Well, I, I, I saw the interview uh, of this uh, new fellow uh, that, that kicked the, the two items on Sunday. And, the two, uh, he kicked the two <laughs> items on Sunday. The leather oblong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really put a shoe to that item this weekend. But uh, he, he, he was appreciative for the opportunity and that uh, having an opportunity in the NFL going forward, his stock clearly soared significantly. And so he expects to be traded, and they can probably get a, a pretty good number for him. But I just, uh, you know, those kind of people only come around, come along uh, once a once year a during a draft. Well, again, he, he anyway. Uh, Jake Jake Elliott is twenty seven, and uh, he is regarded as his. Field goal made percentage is one of the tops in the history of the NFL. You're not okay. letting that go. Well, anyway, I, I just threw that out there as would that be a consideration? I'm not saying that's the decision that should be made, but I would uh, I would pause for a second and think that through a little bit. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. For any, uh, any for, for to interrupt? Yeah, that's the whole point of uh, you know, podcast is to just talk. Right, but so that's my thought on that subject. Is I would, I would be too hasty to, to, um, and you know, as the season goes on and there's more, uh, more injuries, he his his stock might even increase. Anyway, en- enough on that. Uh, Rick, any other uh, thoughts on the uh, the the 
the Cardinals Eagles game this past weekend? Uh, yeah, you know, we definitely did. Uh, I, I think our most effective play this past weekend was basically pushing Jalen Hurts yeah. into, <laughs> into the end zone. Into the end zone, or at one point pulling him into the end zone. See, that seems now, to be Dallas Goddard's uh, new specialty. Now, was that at one point illegal? Right, you couldn't push a player or pull a player in. I think I think in college it was illegal because that was that whole no name USC Reggie yeah. Bush Matt. Reggie Bush yeah against right. Notre Dame right. yeah yeah right where I think it was illegal there but yeah it seems to be I don't remember it being as much so you know in years past yeah. but it seems to be. Like they even have, they even purposely line people up in the backfield now to put to push the quarterback over. You know, whether it's a first down or whether yeah. it's uh, you know, yeah touchdown. Yeah, so. Nick, yeah. Sirianni's really into the uh, the QB sneaks uh, so far this year. He even uh, alluded on the what the Pat McAfee show this past week. I forget when it was. He thought about, you know, he and obviously I think he was kidding, but putting Jason Kelsey in the backfield and having him, uh, you know, roll one into the uh, into the end zone. Yeah. But I, well, I, I can't imagine, you know, you don't have Kelsey at center. You're 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 not getting into the end zone. I'm just glad that they don't, you know, go in when they need half a yard. They're not in the shotgun. Right. Oh, yeah. That just <laughs> just drives me crazy when teams do that. Why would you go six yards back when you got to go literally a half a yard? Yeah, but but, but you're right. Kelsey's the tip of the spear there. Without him there, uh, but you know the idea of pushing. I mean, every quarterback sneak in the league is is the whole. Everybody's pushing forward, and you, you, you just can't call a penalty penalty because someone pushed that should have been pushing. I mean. That's impossible. I mean, but but all all of that force for it. I personally, I think bullying was a great idea. But anyway. um, I did see where speaking of Jason Kelsey, he he and his brother, two brothers now, uh, have a podcast. On see, I, they stole they stole our idea. I know. I I, I called know. some lawyers and I I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> we're lawyering up, Rick. Yeah. Well, not all that, but you know what? No matter, they could try all they want. Nobody has as good of an intro as one nine zero nine six. That's so, so. Yeah, well, yeah, we fact, try. Fact, <laughs> it's all on the music. Is it, it's all on the music? Is it, is it true that theirs is one nine one nine zero nine seven? No, I do not know. No. But I hope not. That's a, that's, a, that's a solid dad joke right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I did. I did see one snippet from their podcast where uh, I don't know which one, but they said that they no longer, when they have tryouts for quarterbacks, they no lo- longer let white guys try out to play quarterback anymore. Wait, who said this? One of the Kelsey brothers. Oh God, boy, that's uh, that's flirting with danger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, at least he's not uh, knocking over uh, PAs from uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah, right? Yikes. Um, let's see. Other things about, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Eagles game against the Cardinals this past week. The, um... Oh, yeah, I got it. I got one. Okay. Fire, yeah. so, By all means. You know, the Fox broadcasters are showing that idiot Amadola push, I think, three consecutive Eagle, 
field goals out to the right. Yep. You think that dude, when it came time in crunch time to kick it, like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should just aim it a little bit shade, left. Time. Yeah, shade it a little bit to the uh, the other direction. <laughs> it's like, nope. come on. Right. And like, I don't know if they jinxed him or it was just like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, there's no way he's going to push it wide right again. He's figured it out, what he's got to yep. do. Well, nope. and there's no wind. I mean, it's in a dome, right? Right. Yeah. And 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 you saw the three practice ones. Yeah. The real one was exactly like the other three. Right. I mean, That's the crazy I mean, part. I. Uh, it's just, I was astounded when I saw that. You can't write. So that let's. Stuff. It's like... Now, so let's back up a few plays and talk about the uh, the run down the middle of the field by. Um, uh, by Kyler Murray to kind of set that up. So I don't know if you guys heard this story about what happened, but uh, as history knows at this point, he he uh, ran for the uh, ran for what he thought was a first down, but it was actually a third down. Spiked the ball, burned his third down, and then they were forced to kick that field goal on fourth down. Well, supposedly yes. what happened was after the run, the scoreboard operator at the Cardinal Stadium, updated the scoreboard to say first and 10. And oh. Kyler Murray thought he had a first down. And that's why oh. he spiked the ball. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh. So that's that's kind of the big, like, that's oh, boy. Best. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, I, you, you can only imagine what's going on, you know, in the scoreboard production <laughs> office the next morning. Like, well. Hey. I think I saw that guy at Costco working out. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank God it was done on, on, on the home team in their home field. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Had it been right. a visitor there. Yep. And the wrong message. Then it would really be. So that's well, what I was going to ask. Like, if this was the Eagles, if you were playing at Philadelphia in this situation, would you, as a scoreboard operator, just be like, yep, first and down, you know, first 10 and just give it to them? Knowing there's a possibility it gets pulled back, but you're kind of conveying bad info to him. Well, Sirianni, would Howie do that? <laughs> Sirianni was asked about this, and Sirianni says, uh, "We tell the guys to look. Uh, we tell our guys to look at the referees. Don't look at the scoreboard." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good answer. Afterthought, after right? Right. Well, you remember too. Kyler just got done playing eight hours of Call of Duty, so he's just <laughs> looking up at screens the whole time. Yeah, now he doesn't have to look at his playbook anymore. No, no. Well, only for four hours a week. Mm -hmm. So that was I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that's what I would have done. I would have looked over the the officials and you know found out from them. Like, why are you looking at the scoreboard? Well, not only that, whoever who's ever running the scoreboard needs to be told to know in certain terms. You don't make a change. Oh, totally. Till you get it from the referee. Yep, and uh, you send a bad because everybody's looking up at the replays and so forth at the video. Yep. You know they're not they're not looking at the referee because you know the only guy that does makes that call is the white hat referee. The others are black. I mean, you can yep. chase around yeah, anyway. But I, I that's the first I'd heard that. And, yeah, uh, the uh, the kicker for the Cardinals is actually from Philadelphia. <laughs> so. And he grew up an Eagles fan, so maybe he missed that kick oh, on purpose. Man. This is some like Howie Deep State <laughs> kind of crap. Oh, he went to uh, North Penn High School. 
So. I'll be, oh, okay, here we go. In Lansdale. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think I think Howie just mailed a check from his personal account to a uh... a, a secret bonus that's uh, collectible down at the uh, yeah down at the, down at the shore at one of the uh, casinos. casinos. Yeah, one of the, the bars at the yeah bars or casinos down at the down at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, uh, the, if you have an account down there, you may want to take a look at it. Yeah, it's got a million bucks in it. But. Uh, uh, anything else we want to talk about about the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Philadelphia Eagles this past week? Or uh, Evan, the Giants fan, anything about your New York football Giants beating the uh, the Green Bay Packers? I have a question about the Eagles game for a second. Sure. As, as you thought the, the game would unfold, uh, did it unfold kind of as you expected? Or were you surprised as to how they won from the standpoint of running and passing and where they were effective and they were not effective or they were supposed to be effective passing and weren't as effective they should have been all of that business what do you what do you think about that Rick you want to go first well yeah I think you know that uh in the fourth quarter when we had to run the ball when it was advantageous for us to run the ball and burn the clock you know it was good to see that we could do that and, and actually score points in the second half we scored six points in the second half, which is uh, pretty good for us this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we had 239 yards running, and Hertz was, uh, what, 26 of 36 passing. So, I mean, you can't really, you know, he had a pretty good, uh, pretty good game. I mean, it seemed to be almost everyone was, like, bubble screens, but... Um, yeah, I mean their uh, their defense is, I, I want to say it's good, but it's you know it's not bad. Am, am, I, am, am I right in saying they came, came into that game being like sixty fifth or something like that in defense against, defense against the run? Well, I don't know how you can be sixty fifth when there's only thirty <laughs> yeah. teams. Really bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're worse but than I mean, all they, thirty teams they, last year too. They, they were they were like at the bottom of the list as far as being an effective defensive team uh i i don't think they were very good let's put it that way i think right now after this past week uh the cardinals are probably mid-range let's say they're probably 15 18 well however i had that information before the game started i thought that the offense was just gonna blow right through them and that totally was not the case they played a very very good defensive game and I think a lot, lot better, at least in my mind, than what the Eagles thought they were going to have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. their their defense isn't. I wouldn't say it's awful. I mean, their their rush defense is again. I mean, it's pretty mid range. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's no New York Giants who come in at uh, you know probably what fourth or fifth in the league, and, or no, sorry, probably about tenth. In uh, in rushing, the Cardinals are fifth in the league. Rushing offense or defense? Rushing defense. Oh. Well, okay. That, then that, that I, oh, I, yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, there is. 97, got, 97 and a half yards a game. I, then I, I had some misinformation coming in from the standpoint that, uh, that they were going to be a knockover on deep, uh, uh, as it relates to their defense. And I thought they played a very, very good game defensively. 
Maybe you didn't I refresh your browser from last year. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I think they're thankful to get on the plane and get out of town with the win. So here's a question to kind of like to reply back to your question, Dad. Do you think NFL teams hold back plays and players on weeks where the team isn't exactly as important or robust in preparation for the next week? So they don't put anything, you know, on tape for the, uh, you know, that team from Texas that's not from Houston. I mean, because I, I agree with Rick. There was a lot of, like, bland, boring uh, plays, offensive plays. Nothing really exciting. A.J. Brown never got, you know, didn't get many uh, throws his way. And I'm, I wonder if teams do that. I don't know. I mean, I, all teams say, like, oh, you know, it's one game at a time, dog mentality. But a little part of me thinks they, you know, because Jordan Maialata, I think, could have played this past week, but they held him back too, right? I think I think it's true on that point as it relates to uh, Malata, but I would say that as things got in toward the end of the third quarter, if I had something on the shelf that I was saving, and I was in the position of getting down to only three points and reasonable odds that I could lose this game, I would have uh, thrown in something like the Philly special or something. Not that place specifically, but one or two of those that I got tucked away uh, in order to help ensure the win. So, but, but I, you know, I, 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 John, I think your point, I think your point's a good one. And I think that they do do that. And I think they do. They'll do never that. say that. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I think they do do it as it relates to players. Yeah. That if they, if they think they can get away without exposing a player to that they really need and risking a re-injury, I think they absolutely will favor on. Yeah, if it's a in. lesser team, they'll hold them back for a week or so. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I think that Claudia goes on. Yeah, I think as far as uh, plays, I think, I mean, I think all the different plays that, they, you know, I think they have a base plays that they run, that they run from different uh, formations, right? And then for each week, depending on what the defense is, they put in, you know, different, even more different formations and, you know, some other uh, specialty plays just for that team. So I don't think there, I, I, you know, you can line up a number of different ways um, and run the same play, right? Yeah. So I don't think, you know, as far as plays per se, that they're doing that. I know one play they're not holding back is whatever it is to defend a fake punt. They got caught with their pants down on that one. Uh, Holy Toledo. Oh, my right. gosh. Absolutely right. That, yeah. was, an, and, uh, that was an embarrassment. Because it was, what, like third and ten or something like that? I or think third and eight? Uh, I think it was fourth and... Or fourth, sorry, yeah. Sorry, fourth and ten? Yeah. Who, Who? yeah, who... Well, I would say the Giants from last year would probably punt on third down, but <laughs> I don't want to bring up uh, old demons for heaven. Sorry. But... Uh... You can you can bet you a tootsie that they're going to review that this week. What's a tootsie, by the way? Yeah, I don't think I have a tootsie to bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a leather oblong item. <laughs> it's an item. Speaking speaking of punting and punters, uh, I saw where the Giants punter is still in London. Yeah, he's stuck. What are you going to do, Blaze? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. 
Passport still, issues. He has passport issues. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. What do you mean he has passport issues? He, he can't get back in? Nope. Or, is it, or is, it the, is it still the medical issue? No, this is something different. He I mean, Like he, he lost he, his passport and he doesn't have one? Well, I guess he's from, uh, he's from a foreign... Oh, yes, he's the... He's referred to as the Scottish Hammer. He's from England, and when he came to the states in high school, he uh, came under a NATO passport because I guess his dad was doing something with NATO. Right. Well, he hasn't been out of the country since, and so he flies to England. Um, and in order to fly back, he d- he didn't have a work visa. Oh so my God! He is he is still in London. There you so, go. So we, it starts we, the downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> we ha, we have a kicker that we can trade you. Maybe he can punt was, for you. I was going to say, I was, was going to ask the question, is Dicker a punter? <laughs> well, yeah, but I was interested to, uh, in that his I, nickname I, I, is, he's from Scotland, he's the Scottish Hammer. Right. That is a great football name. Right. Maybe not for a punter. But, but if, if Dicker is a punter, I'll uh, trade him next Monday. Well, it looks like the latest news is expected to be, to be back in New Jersey uh, on Wednesday afternoon oh, today. Dear. So basically, his flight could be landing right now into uh, Newark or JFK, you choose. Um, so hopefully uh, you have a punter this week, Kevin. You know, it's a key position, but can they sign one, you know, some dude? Yeah, they can sign some. Yeah, they could fill the they could fill the gap yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, if, yeah if but he'd probably miss it to the right also. <laughs> uh, he does not show up on the injury report, of course, but uh, you know, for the Giants. Although he, giant punters have been tormented by eagle returners, so I've said, <laughs> yeah, I've witnessed plenty of those nightmares. Yeah, is uh, John? Is he on the passport list? No, the, no passport <laughs> list, according to uh, uh, what's it called? Big blue, uh, big blue view. Big blue so, view, baby. Yeah. Not uh, at what is that? Athlons or what was that? Uh, uh you, you know, you're talking about the fine publication that is uh, Lindy Sports America's leading football authority on Pro Football <laughs> 2022 preview. Yes, that's uh, right on the tip of my tongue. Yes. <laughs> uh, anything else we need to cover on this past week before we get into uh, our next item up for bid? Uh, no, not for me. Blaze, anything, Evan, you, yeah. anything you need to cover with, uh... No, moving right along. Let's keep it, go- keep it rolling. All right, all right, let's keep it going. Should we, we should, uh, I think now's the time for, uh, Around the NFL. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. Around the NFL. We have no ability to fade this out on uh, on call. You, so, you just pull the plug? I, I just press stop because it's a 30-second song. I was like, yeah, all right, moving on. Joke's over. Around the NFL, yes. Around the NFL. So uh, Aaron Rodgers lost. That's terrific news. Yes. Um, and... The other big news of the week is the lawsuit that is now being filed against Devontae Adams by that PA from uh, Monday Night Football. So, yeah, let's talk of, about that for a second. So, how sure. does this? I mean, 
what are your thoughts on that? What's going to come of it? You know? Well, what's interesting, I saw another angle of, uh, uh, of that item, as that, as you would say. And it definitely looks like the, the PA guy was, you know, tried to jump in front of him and get to where he was going because Devontae Adams definitely had his head down at one point and was not, like, you know, aiming to, like, shove him out of the way. It definitely looked not as bad as, like, previous angles, I think. So I think this is a uh, look kind of blown out of proportion, maybe, dare I say. Yeah, what I mean, you do about nothing? Yeah, yeah, is the kid looking for a paycheck, an extra paycheck? I mean, you know. Well, if he's a if he's a runner on Monday Night Football, I can tell you from experience, he's not making a lot of money. Right. So. Well, while they're down at Atlantic City, maybe they can open up a second account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of money, uh, Matt Rule, who got fired this past week, he is still owed, but and the the Panthers still have to pay him. He's guaranteed, right? Yeah. Forty million dollars. No way. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's almost like the uh, uh, oh. the Steve Young, like the Delaware Generals contract that he's like still getting paid for now. Yeah, like oh, Bobby Bonilla. Uh, Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Forty million dollars. That's insane. Yeah. Great agent. Yeah. The agent props. Idiot team. Totally. Good lord. Right. I mean, why would you guarantee that much money to a coach? Well, I don't think it's. Um, I think it's in the. It's a standard contract that unless you get fired for something like, you know, um, you know, you get a, I don't know, a DUI with you know, some unsavory types in your car. You know, if it's something yeah. egregious, right? Otherwise, everything is still. Yeah. You get paid. I mean, no. if he goes and gets another job, then they only, they, you know, they net it out and they, but they still owe money. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh. 40 million. That's yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm going over, to the over, Bahamas for a couple of years. If I'm yeah. Rule. Over, over how many years? Oh, I don't know, actually. Good question. Do they just cash it out right then and there? I mean, no, no, I, I think it's, can't yeah, imagine. No, I gotta bleed that guy out. Yeah. Um. Well, a lot of it could be in the contract. I mean, it could be that if anything happens, he gets paid 100 percent the day he leaves, as opposed yeah. to paying it out over a series of years based on whatever contract. Yeah, he. I mean, that, that, that would help. That would help cash flow, obviously. He. Uh... On January seventh, twenty twenty, he signed a seven-year, sixty-two million-dollar contract. It's <laughs> crazy. And what was this guy's kudos? I mean, what what commanded that amount of money? Didn't he come from the? Well, he was originally from Temple, right? He was a Temple's coach. Right, yeah, right. he was Temple's head coach, and then he went to Baylor and Baylor. turned that whole program around. Um, and then you know. Moved on to the Panthers. Really? So, Temple Baylor. Here you go. He's sixty-two million. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I just that just makes no sense to me. Zero whatsoever. sense to me, man. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. How many national championships did you win with Baylor? Zero. Okay. Well, sixty-two sounds good, right? Yeah, I'm down with that. So for the so he gets paid eight hundred thirty-four thousand a month. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Um, Blaze, you'll appreciate this. He was the uh, assistant offensive line coach for the New York Giants back in 2012. So this <laughs> this, this kind of goes back to your washing machine. Uh, yep. <laughs> totally. uh, notion about coaches in the uh, NFL. Ridiculous. You don't get fired. You just get recycled. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he'll, he'll coach again somewhere. No. Yeah, so he's got another, uh, what, five years. Yeah. Well, at that at that amount, and and the know. tax basis, I would you know, would you consider giving up your citizenship and going to the Bahamas? <laughs> uh, it's too late I mean, now. He's he's getting paid in Carolina, so hopefully they have a pretty good uh, low tax rate. And uh... well, but at the federal level, it's forty million, at four hundred, five hundred thousand a month, like you say, you got to be paying a couple hundred k a month. Hey, taxes. Well, Actually, I would zip right over to the right over to Bermuda. It's much closer, and that's well, a taxi. Well, uh, yeah. I'm, the island it makes no no difference. I'm only thinking about the, the savings. Well, well, yeah, the savings. But come on, so you pay three hundred thousand dollars in taxes. You still have half a million a month. I think I think he'll be all right. Well, I mean, half a million a month. It's not enough to live on, but it's a start. If you can't live on a half a million a month, I don't care who you are. You got major uh, problems. <laughs> I'd say last we anyway. checked it, this is not the Dave Ramsey show, so I don't think we need to kind of go down this uh, <laughs> this rabbit hole. I'm more interested in okay, who's going to win the Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, lottery at this point? Sweepstakes. Yeah, sweepstakes lottery. That's uh, that's cooking right now. Giants sounds like that. that now. Come on, no. who wants to deal with that? Head? But. Doesn't look like he's going back so, to the uh, the Rams. Says the Giants fan, yeah. <laughs> who's like had to deal with him for a couple oh. of years, right? And thus doesn't want him back. No, the guy's a headache. Everybody, yeah. you know, no, no, thank you. Bye bye. Go away. Right. Right. Uh, what do we think about um, the uh, roughing the passer calls this past weekend? Just that's ridiculous. I mean, that's not. What the uh, the one of uh, especially the one of Mahomes versus uh, Brady, yeah, that's just unfortunate. They got to take a look at that rule, yeah. right? Does it beg the question again? Like I I don't know who said it. I think someone on ESPN was like, just put flags on the quarterback. Yeah, right. Like, like flag yeah. football, and you you right. tear off his flag, and that's it. He's yep. sacked. Right. But overall, you know, pretty quiet uh, news week for the uh, for the NFL. Nothing really kind of cooking, I don't think. Well, I I don't know about you guys, but I am looking forward to the Commanders and Bears game tomorrow night. Oh God! <laughs> yes, let, let's bet on the ratings for that one. Oh. what's the over under on number of punts? <laughs> Fifty. Well, it's not. Everyone's calling. Everyone's saying uh, move on from Carson Wentz at this point. I don't know a media outlet that's not saying that. Who's Time the move. Sam Howell. Still? No, I think it's Sam Howell. Is it? Is it? I think it's. Isn't that who they drafted this past uh, year? Justin uh, yeah. Howell the third. Yeah. No, that's our older brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, junk. Yeah. Uh, Dick, any comment? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the eldest brother. How about that? Not just yeah. older brother. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, no, I think they've got that guy who played a couple of years, uh, Taylor Heineke. Heineke, yeah. yeah. That's Taylor Beer. Taylor Heineken. <laughs> Taylor Heineken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to think, yeah. Sam Howell, who's a rookie out of Carolina. Yep. You, you, you think that's pretty serious? I think he, I think he's I think he's got one game left of him. If they don't do anything this week, then it's he's he's going to get benched. Right. I mean, after what happened this past week, and just uh, how big is know. this contract? How big is this contract? I don't think it's that big anymore because I think it slowly got smaller going from the Eagles to the Colts and to uh, Washington. Well, he's definitely but, headed to the bench train. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, maybe he'll be like Sam Bradford, right? Not really pay, not really play, but definitely get paid. Yep, yep. Yeah, he he he's he's on the uh, road of being a career backup. But the sad part, unfortunately, with him is he just doesn't seem like a team guy, right? I mean, it's not like he's you know respected or people kind of think highly of him. He he tends to isolate himself. After a time, you know, at least with the Eagles and uh, at the Colts, like he's just not one of those perennial backups. Like your uh, uh, what's his face, um, who the Eagles had uh, uh, for so many years, Chase Daniel, who was kind of a or a Sudfeld, who was kind of a good locker room guy. This Carson Wentz is not a locker room guy. No, he he signed a four-year, one hundred and twenty-eight million dollar contract in twenty nineteen. So, yeah, but, um, but didn't the Eagles eat a bunch of that to get rid of him? Not all of it, but a big chunk of it. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to break all that down and stuff. But, I mean, he gets paid. He's uh, a salary cap hit of $28 million this year. Yeah. People are going to avoid him like the plague as yeah, long right. as that's still in play. Um. So yeah, he's on the no. He's oh uh, yeah no. They can yeah they can uh, pull the plug after this year. The the, the big interesting thing will be whether his ego ego can handle all of this. I mean, it's got to be very very demoralizing. Yeah. He he went from the what appeared to be at the very very top, and has just just been a sinking ship. Every year for the last three or four years, and and um, how much of that can he handle? Because I think he, I'm not sure that he can handle much of that. But anyway, that's yeah. just a, another comment on that. Any other around the NFL news and notes that uh, people want to attack? No, excellent. No. Should we uh, take a look ahead into the future? Eagles play our. Nemesis down in uh in the state of Texas, not the Ooh, Houston Texans. Boy. The also Cooper, known as it's Cowboy Week. Coop, the Cooper Rush, yep, uh, led Cowboys. Yep, it well, looks what? like it. Yeah, will be Cooper this week, not. Uh, um, oh God! You got to face the redheaded bandit. Yep. Oh God! <laughs> Please. Knocked that guy into yesterday. Rick, how how are we how are we feeling about this game this week? Yeah, so you know, I think what it really comes down to is uh, our offense against their defense, right? Um, 
they, you know, their offense, which we'll call it, Cooper only uh, threw, what, 16 passes last mm-hmm. week, right? So it's predominantly a running defense. So I think, you know, the play there is, you know, make him throw the ball, right? Make yep. Cooper throw the ball. Um, but, you know, the thing, you know, they have a pretty good defense um, with led by one Mr. Micah Parsons, who that guy is a beast. So, so. A quick little headline on Micah Parsons. He currently, as of today, Wednesday, was a DNP at practice, did not practice, participate due to a groin issue. Yep. So the other two people on that list are Dak Prescott, who's obviously not going to play, and some backup running back. Even Jason Peters, who's perennially hurt, had limited uh, limited participation practice. So Micah, maybe a late scratch? You don't want to mess with the groin, man. That's nope. a tough injury to overcome. Yeah, I think we're going to tell him to hold off until the Giants game. <laughs> what's, what's the line at the moment? Well, the line was four, but then it jumped up to six or six and a half when they said that Dak Prescott was not going to play this weekend. So, which is interesting. I mean, he couldn't hold a ball. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say, is he going to come back that quickly? I thought he had a a right hand was really in bad shape. Or his throwing hand. I do not know. I just don't see how in like, you know, how it makes sense. You know, if he, he could barely grip a ball, what, three days ago? That he should be starting a game this important, you know, a week later. Right. Right. Especially when you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, your backup is undefeated. Right. Well, I think also, you know, with him, you know, they have a pretty good defense. If he does play, even if he doesn't play, right? I mean, we have some issues on the line. You know, Dickerson's got an ankle. Yep. Sam Milo's got an ankle. Mylata's got a shoulder. Um, Kelsey, you know, has an ankle. ankle. Yep. I mean, so, you know, the cohesiveness of the line, uh, you know, Micah Parsons or whoever his substitute is going up against Jack Driscoll. <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, uh, which one call it? I'd like to see, right? Yeah, everyone, uh, from the line, the starting line for the Eagles, aside from, um, Lane Johnson did show up on the injury report under limited participation, so that's a little scary. Right. What's our, def- what's our defensive backs like? I mean, are they vulnerable? No, well, no. I mean, Avante Maddox is the only one who's probably going to be out this week if he doesn't play. But no, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, the other team's defensive backs decent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they got Diggs, who they just we really, kind of... we really go in depth here. Oh yeah, that's all. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, well, they have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a good, couple good guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple guys back there, but they're kind of fast. They're, they're, the, they're, the, they're the other guys on the other side of the line. Right? <laughs> AK, a- I don't know. Uh, let's see where they are as far as passing uh, completion percentage. Uh, we need like uh, like hold music while Rick's pulling up the stats on on the internet. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm used to answering questions with this group. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're average. They're what? Uh, one, yeah, they're middle of the pack. They're like thirteenth, thirteenth uh, as guess... far as completion percentage, de- defensive completion percentage. Right, right, right. Okay. So, um, or uh, you know, we could do it by yards. They're seventh. No, no, no. Uh, the Dallas is seventh overall in total yards allowed per game. So they have a decent, uh, yeah, that's not, uh, that's... decent defense. But I think that's mo- mostly driven by the fact that uh, they don't allow a lot of rush yards. Well, not only that, I think, but you know, Parsons has wreaked havoc on anybody trying to pass on yep. them. Um, so, yeah, they're seventh as far as uh, passing yards allowed defensively. Um, at an average of what 180 a game, yeah. 180, maybe yeah. 200. Yeah. yeah, so okay. I mean, I think the Eagles, I actually think the Eagles like uh pair up against them pretty well. I, I, there's no reason I don't think they should win this game. I think that line is actually pretty accurate playing at home, right? It's a big line, it is a big line, yeah. Especially for a big game like that. They're playing down in Texas, right? No, they're playing here on Philly. Sunday night. Oh. Or Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. That's right. That's right. It's a Sunday night. That's right. That's right. Yep. So, I don't know. It's going to be a big Philly sports weekend, right? Friday, yeah. uh, the Phillies are playing. Um, the Phillies could be playing Saturday if uh, they do not win tonight. Um, they're in a best of five series with uh, games three and four. In Philadelphia. So. Could they possibly play Sunday also? No. No. Well, they are losing 3 nothing right now. So. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, that was a, a nice, brief, and concise assessment of this week's, this week's game. We <laughs> certainly have, have done all our research. <laughs> well, no, I think it's, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, the points, the... Six points, I think it's going to be definitely closer than that. Yeah. Um, you know, these games are always tight. Yeah. But. Um, you see it as a low scoring game? No. I think, I think, I think people, I think they'll put up points. Yeah. We, we like to come to this podcast with answers. We don't like yeah. when we actually have to answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the over-under is 42 and a half. So. I'm taking the over. I'm not predicting. I'm hoping. No. I think it's and in that, the Eagles' best interest to, to score as many points as possible. The average number of points scored in an NFL game is uh, 45. So. And I think with, yeah, I don't think uh, Cooper, if, they have, if the uh, Cowboys have to get into a shootout, I don't know if Cooper Rush is your guy. So we're looking at um, like a 24, if you look at, you know, how the odds are stacked, like a 24 to 17 game, something like that, 24 to 18. So basically 23 to 18, something like that. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get a bunch of fumbles and, and interceptions off of them. Hopefully. A lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers. We like turnovers. We like turnovers. And who do the Giants? Oh, the Giants have Baltimore this week. 
Yes, it's the test of two draft picks from 2018. Right. Oh, yeah. And ironically, the 32nd pick was by the Ravens was Lamar Jackson, which they received from the Eagles of Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh. Hey, well, you, you play you play in New York or down in not in the Meadowlands, in the swamps. In the okay. Swamps, yeah. And the swamps. The armpit of America. All right. Else? Anything else upon it? What's that, Dad? Go ahead. Who 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 do the other two teams play this week? The well, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Cowboys. You. <laughs> you mean the other sixty-four teams? No, or? no, no, the other the other one team. The Commanders play the Chicago Bears tomorrow night on Amazon. Oh, uh, look at Rick! You were able to like parse Dad's question, even though it was a fairly incomplete question. I'm used to answering this question. <laughs> With no mention of the NFC East, Rick was able to determine, like, yes. oh, he's talking about the one other team in the. NFC I know, East. I know the decoral language. No. I know what he's thinking. <laughs> I know, I, not what he's thinking. I know the next question. Wow. Well, that's that. That's very helpful. Uh, as as time goes on, just okay. yeah, just to let you know, all these questions you've asked can be researched via this uh, app called Google. Yeah, yeah or this website offer, called I'm, ESPN. I'm offer I'm operating off of a handheld at the moment, and I'm away, <laughs> and I'm away from my desk. Oh, no. Past one nine zero nine six podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what all else right. do we have, John? Unrelated topic of the week. Blaze is uh, Evan's uh, favorite uh, topic of the week. We uh, one thing I wanted to kind of—it's kind of an, an on-air, you know, production meeting. Want to see what you guys think about noticing using the analytics tab on um, uh, on call-in, and I'm noticing a disturbing trend. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Not many people are listening or or are jumping on to to, to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Now, I maybe am. that's because the hosts, or at least one of them, isn't doing their research on who the Eagles are playing this week. But I don't think it's that. I think there's some marketing elements we really need to look into. Now, here's one idea. I'm going to throw it out at you. And this may be blasphemy, but do we change the name of the podcast, Corporate Eagles, so it comes up in people's search? Uh, are we allowed to use the name Eagles and talk about the Eagles? I think or? so. Uh, I mean, yeah. we use the NFL films music and the <laughs> Fox NFL Monday Night Football theme. Yeah, I don't think anyone's coming at that. Yeah. <laughs> we have, uh, what, 12, 13 listeners on a decent week. Uh, well, let, let me ask you this. The, the little uh, logo you have up there on 19096, the Eagles. Yeah, uh, yeah, the bird, the bird know, is there. Bird, no, it's there. What if, you, what if you use NFL? Because I mean, anybody that goes to NFL... And see the green with the Eagles, they would understand right away, and that would broaden the audience. Now, it has to be something creative. Like, I thought 19096 was creative, but maybe oh. we should make it like let, let me uh, say, Jeff Lurie's uh, Tesla or something like that. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, okay. Do you know he has a green, a uh, dark green Tesla? No. Jeff Lurie? No. Roseman's <laughs> Rat Pack? <laughs> That's not let, amused let, by that. Clearly. No, not at all. 
What let about me, Fly me, Eagles Fly? Is that still available? Let, let me say, in the past week, I've, I've told probably 12 people about your podcast <laughs> and that you know, and the, the individual the individuals who are involved. And I said, and, and the name of the, the podcast is 19096. And they kind of look at me like, it, it, it stops them sort of like, you know. I said, it's a zip code. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And around here, of course, they're trying to place it because one I know is like around here. I says, that's where Lankanaw Hospital is. And I said, two guys are involved, were born there. And everybody thinks that's great. Yeah, but so you I, had to explain it. Well, well yeah, yeah, they yeah. look at you like you have a screw or two loose, which is <laughs> which, which is right in line with the uh, with the hosts here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And more on two than a few or three. Well, uh, let me. Th- I'll, I'll get, let me think on that. Oh. Well, I don't think you just tell them about it. You have to say this is how you get to it. I do. I show. Uh, there's your friends calling you now. They can't find the podcast because they're <laughs> they're but searching I, they're searching I, I, eagles on calling. What, what what phone what phone is ringing? The house phone. <laughs> oh, the landline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody is, call, somebody is calling in. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold, hold the phone up to the uh, the answering machine. We want to hear who it is. <laughs> so um, It's probably your oldest brother. <laughs> you realize it's, a, it's, it's the, wrong, the wrong telephone. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of unrelated topic of the week, I have a couple. Th- I visited the homestead, the Coral Estate, today. Let me tell you a couple things. Okay. <laughs> first of all, I think I'm gonna hang up here. <laughs> first of all, Dad went and bought two toilets to replace. <laughs> oh, and then the plumber, the plumber has to come out and make sure the toilet fits on the, you know, uh, appropriate the things uh, match up. And so the plumber came out and inspected it and said, we're good. And then the actual installer came out and said, no, we're not so good. Oh, boy. <laughs> the toilet doesn't match up to what the, which we'll call it is. So. Right now, in your father's garage, John, he has two toilets. Oh. Oh, Wait, 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 wait. Do you and Mom, like, sit down there together and... The the, the ones that don't work, I have taken back. Oh, you actually took them back? What's that? Oh, I've taken them back, and I bought two more, and I brought them home. So I have the right ones in the garage. Yeah. But But in the bathroom off of the kitchen, presently, there is no toilet. Am I correct in saying that? That's right. Okay. Second of all, John, I guess this must be the month to have coral houses painted because your house is just painted. That's correct. And mom and dad's uh, condo is just being painted on the outside. And dad walked outside and asked one of the guys, do you guys do painting inside also? And the guy said, yes. (laughs) Dad said, well, can I have your number? And what does the guy do? He turns around and says, take a picture of the back of my shirt with the phone number. (laughs) I like that guy. (laughs) I I was just glad. Dan was just glad that he didn't take off his shirt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
So that's what's happening at your parents' house, John. Oh, that's a tremendous report. I'm sure Evan, the Giants fan, is just thrilled to hear these stories on top of well, the... Uh, I think this is the point of the podcast where it all of a sudden just cuts out. <laughs> Until next week. Yeah, not even that. Just <laughs> Colin's listening. They're like, wow, this is, uh, this is rough. And John says, oh, I, oh I, I opened it on my phone or something. That's the excuse he uses. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> All right, Evan, any uh, unrelated topic of the weeks before for you before we wrap this up and call it a show? No, go go kick some butt in uh, against Dallas, and yeah. I hope we do the same against Baltimore. Yeah, go yeah. blue, fly eagles fly. Oh no, that's, that's, I can't do. That. I was going to ask, do you you never come? I was going to say come down to Philadelphia, but you're in LA, right? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, so I was going to say come down for lunch, but that's a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but seriously, if you ever, do you ever come back east at all from time to time? I mean, family or? No, nah, no family anymore. But, you know, it's still time to time. I mean, I think I'd be a death wish if I walked down into a Philadelphia football game. But, you know, <laughs> you never know. But if, if you're ever back this way, you know, we'll be, be, be fun to sit down with. Basically, you. my dad's inviting you over to his place well, for a I, glass I, of wine. That's or, or if you install if you install I toilets, you're even more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. We'll install toilets. You, you stole my life, so that was my next question. We're gonna we're gonna paint the inside of your house silver green. It'll be great. Right. John, I didn't see this part of the podcast on the agenda that you no, said. I know. Where I know. Dad asks Evan to come over for lunch. Yeah, but, but not but not us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys exactly. are out. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's call it a show. And uh, yeah, go uh, blue, fly, go fly. Call it a wrap, right? Yep. Any other last uh, words? Get it in now before I cut us off. No, sir. Till next, till next week. Till next fly, week, go boys. Fly. Go birds. Lots of, go birds. A lot of fun. A lot of yeah. fun. Thanks. <laughs>